It look like thigh pads He talking trending topics He ain't no carbon copy We talking sports, music, and fashion And other options To get us out the hood and keep that paper coming And I smoke cones, not backwards I'm about to blaze an onion These rappers flexing on the gram And they got fake cheddar This intro was provided to you by Flip Mayweather Alright Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what is going on? Welcome to Elm Street, I'm your boy, I'm your host, Money Elms. What's up, my people, what is going on? Just another day out here in the Triple D. You know how we do it out here. We outside, so, you know, beautiful day out here in Dallas. It ain't cold, you know, just just right. You know, so, uh, I got actually a very great guest today let me go ahead and introduce her i got stormy keys in the house what is going on hey what's up i'm glad to be here thank you for having me oh no problem thank you for coming by you know so um you know it's been a minute i've been checking you out on social media and stuff like that doing your thing and i was like you know what i'm gonna hit her up she has to come through the show you know so hey she said let's do it so we're here we're making it happen so um how you been i've been good just working staying out the way uh pursuing my career glad to be here yeah yeah hey yeah that's what's up so we're gonna go ahead and uh jump right into these uh what's popping out in the streets so um in case you hadn't heard uh britney grinder just got out of jail mm-hmm. you know prison in russia Right, right. So, uh, you know, that's that's uh, trending news right now. You know, the prisoner exchange. What, what's, what's your what's your thought and your takes on it? I mean, first and foremost, I'm happy to see her, you know, reunite with her family and yeah. get her freedom back. Um, I feel like that's the main thing. Uh, yeah, it just it, it feels good to know that she's back over here in the States and free yeah i mean it's the the whole situation was crazy and how it unfolded you know you know supposedly she has just some uh some cartridges some vape cartridges um so that's the whole ordeal why she got detained in the airport Mm -hmm. you know they i guess they thought she was trying to sneak it in into the country smuggle but i'm like come on cartridges like yeah, she's smuggling. Yeah. I mean, I understand if they would have found a large quantity or, but like, it was like, I think two of them. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, those are foreign countries. You know, they got different rules than we do. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they they swapped out a, a other prisoner. I guess the dude was an arms dealer from Russia. Right. I heard about that. So that was... I don't know. It's like 
you got this dude you know pumping guns on the on the black market and you have somebody that just got busted with some cartridges yeah. i mean it, to me it doesn't make sense it doesn't balance it out i mean i see a lot of comments on social media where people are saying like oh it's not an even exchange or whatever but who cares at least she's free i mean it is what it is i, I feel mean, like i feel like I feel like, I don't know, ahead, I don't want to get no. too into politics, but I, I feel like them people ain't stupid. Nah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> they took advantage, you know, they were like, well, they really want her. Well, then let's, let's shoot for somebody. Yeah. Some high. So mm -hmm. they did. So, I mean, it is what it is, you know. It is politics, so yeah, it is politics, definitely. Hey, the good thing is she's back home in the states. You know, she's free, and you know, and hopefully, people learn your lesson. Don't take, don't take shit in your luggage. Yeah, I know. That shouldn't be, be in your luggage. Nah, yeah, I will not be going to Russia. I'm just going ahead and put that out there in advance. I don't care how far my career goes. I ain't going to Russia. Yeah, <laughs> this, I mean. That's that's crazy, you know. <laughs> well, what did she get? She, she got what a total of nine years she was supposed to do, right? Or right. ten years was it a ten year Something sentence, like and she did ten months of it. But still, mm. ten years, like yeah. come crazy. on. This guy was doing twenty five, even though people are saying he was like the most dangerous guy alive back in the day. Wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. Anyway, we're gonna move on, man. So, uh, uh, Brittany, we're glad you're back home. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, you know, I wanted to uh, talk about uh, takeoff. You know, mm -hmm. it's still a, a sad situation. You know that played out, and it's crazy. You know that it happened here, pretty much in our backyard in Houston. Right. You know, so. Um, what 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 you think about the whole situation? I mean, it it caught me off guard. Uh, R.I.P. Takeoff. Were you a Migos fan? I, I definitely was. Everybody was. They were yeah. so big, like for the culture. Mm -hmm. You know, hip hop. They really helped change like the flow of things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that, that's crazy. So they're saying that um, Kenneth. So what were they saying about uh they actually convicted they caught the the guy who uh pulled the trigger? Yeah, his name is Patrick Xavier Clark and he was charged for the um let me see if it's the right guy. Yeah, charged in his murder and Cameron Isaiah Joshua was charged with unlawful carrying of a weapon and felon in possession of a weapon. So like it was two people. Hey, then I heard something about he asked the judge for for what uh, a private investigator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see. Yeah, there granted five thousand dollars by judge to hire a private investigator to aid defense. You know, I was like, what? I was like, but they supposedly they got him on camera. Mm. So why do you need to hire a private right. investigator? Social media is already the private investigator. You know what I mean? So, social media be working. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, I mean, as soon as, I mean, it happened, it was, boom, mm -hmm. yeah. it was on. You know, I wonder how many people dialed 911 instead of 
mm-hmm. going to press record or mm-hmm. take snaps. I don't think one per maybe one person because it was like twenty different angles of it. You know, it's, it's crazy uh, in the the type of world that we're living in now. Yeah, you got to be careful. You got to be careful of who you surround yourself with, the places that you go. You know what I mean? Just how you move in. Yeah. So do you keep a close circle around you or? Definitely. Definitely. I don't have a bunch of friends and everything. Everyone around me is pretty much like family or um, I've been really close with them. You know what I mean? I don't Mm -hmm. have that many friends. Uh, So you don't really step out of your circle. I don't even I don't even really like party to have a good time and like hang out. Yeah, but that's smart. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't I don't do anything unless I need to. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same way. You know, most of the time you catch me at the house. Mm. You know, I mean, it's where I feel the safest. Yeah. You know, nowadays, you know, with also mass shootings going on and. You know, it's it's crazy. You know, I get paranoid walking in Walmart sometimes. Yeah. You know, I just start looking around, walking in, you know, mm-hmm. just never know. I don't go to movie theaters. Oh, really? Yeah, I feel uncomfortable. I feel like, all right, I've been sitting here too long. It's all these mass shootings going on. I, yeah. I'd rather just stay home and watch movies. You know what I think they should do with uh, theaters? I think they should put back exits. You know what I mean? You can't get in through the back, but mm-hmm. if you need to exit through the back, mm-hmm. I mean. And I mean, it's sad, but like, what about like metal detectors? Because you can sneak anything in your bag in the movies, snacks, <laughs> firearms, whatever. Yeah. So like theaters need metal detectors. I mean, ever since that, uh, I mean, but she's right. Ever since that Colorado shooting in the theater, mm-hmm. you know, same way. I mean, I can't even tell you the last time I went to a movie theater. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't feel, I feel I the same remember. way. I cannot remember. I can sit there and watch a movie. I, you know, I would love to, but yeah. I get paranoid. I start thinking all kinds of crazy shit. I, I went yeah. to the movies last <laughs> week and I just stared at the exit. Like most of the time, I just think like if something happens, there's that exit right there. Mm-hmm. But there's only yeah. one exit. So everybody's just going to get jumbled up. I mean, it's crazy. And especially, you know, this, these youngsters nowadays, it's like, it's like, man, they're, they're trigger happy, mm-hmm. you know? I don't, I don't even, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you really, you really never know who the shooter could be. Could be anybody. And uh, I don't like to like put a stereotype on anybody because mm. I feel like anybody is capable of anything. I just know I don't like sitting still too long in a dark theater with a bunch of strangers. Make me uncomfortable. That's true. That is true. But um, so, I'm gonna go into my favorite topic, you know, Kanye West. I should, you know, it's it's funny because I should have a theme song for it, for the segment. You know, every time I talk about Kanye West, you know, so so the what was the latest uh, that he said uh, that about Hitler? I mean, to me, that's I'll pull up the clip actually. I mean, a lot of times I feel like, you know what? It has to be a joke. I mean, it has to be. Or, or you know, just to to gain uh, views or just to keep you trending. 
I really don't know because <laughs> yeah. he is like all over the place. I mean, there was a point where I was like, oh yeah, he he is kind of genius. Like he 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 did this on purpose to get his way with this and yeah. that. But now, no, I I can't I can't rock with that. I mean, I got the clip for you. So you got a clip? Yeah. <laughs> but this guy- Conspiracy theorist Alex Jones invited Kanye West onto his program. He's the one with the covered face. And the conversation was as offensive and harmful as you might expect. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. I see good things about Hitler also. <laughs> he said he said he sees good things about Hitler. I mean, I mean, that's crazy. I don't see anything good about Hitler. I mean, maybe when he was a kid, you know what I mean? I mean, at one point, everybody was. I, I remember mean, learning about the Holocaust in like ninth grade. Mm. And I remember reading this book about everything like that the Jews went through. Mm. And I just, I don't fuck with Hitler. I mean, I mean, there was a lot of people that suffered, you know, and then not including, you know, soldiers that fought in the war, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, he just, he's, I think he's just trying to be edgy. Like one line it says, he says, I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. Like what? What? I mean, if he said it in, in a biblical way, as far as like, you know, you got to love everybody, yeah. all your brothers and sisters. It doesn't matter race, color, or whatever. I mean, if he's saying it in that case, then I might give him that, but... Yeah, but still, why bring it up, though? Like, you know, like, everybody knows Hitler ain't, ain't do nothing good. You, know? you as an artist, mm -hmm. would you do certain things to, I guess, to give you... Clout? I, yeah. I, I wouldn't do no shit like that. Because I feel like at the end of the day, the comments that he's making is hurtful mm. to a, a whole mass of people. Yeah. Innocent people. You know, uh, it's wrong, man. Yeah. I mean, I understand, you know, you might want to be trending, but I mean... I mean, sometimes, you know, enough's enough, you know. Mm. You're just getting a little carried away. You're being careless with what you're saying. You're being irresponsible. You yeah. know, now it's like, okay. It's like Hitler could help a kid on the street, but that don't mean, that don't race like everything else. It's, it's not, it's not funny anymore, you yeah. know. I think, you know, the antics that he was doing, I thought it was, it was funny. It was hilarious. Mm. But. You see, I mean, he put out a song. I saw on Instagram, he put out. He didn't release it fully, but he put on his story, like a four minute song. And uh, at the end of it, he was like, I love all like it. I love it. It cut it off, though. I didn't say Hitler, but it just cut it off and like echoed. So I guess he's trying to be artistic with it now, too. Wow. That's crazy. But that's Kanye. Kanye's, you know, you know, when it comes to music, I think he's a genius, you know, but what comes out of his mouth is, you know. Sometimes I scratch my head on that one, <laughs> but it is what it is. You know, Kanye's gonna keep giving us material for us to be doing what we're doing right now, and let's 
talking about Kanye. Your TMZ got a whole section for him. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. They had a whole I mean? section for him? Yeah, this is his section. It's like updated every day. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy though, man. But I mean, I guess I, I don't I don't see his point as far as everything, how he's moving. Mm -hmm. I just I don't I don't I don't see the angle. Like you don't need to do it for the sales for the your music. Cause I mean his music is gonna sell. It's been selling. Yeah. You know, his Yeezys, you know, people still want them things. You know, and it's crazy because Adidas is still trying to pump them out, but without the the name brand. Right. And I, are they're they just, selling them cheaper? Um, that I'm not sure. I believe I think so. You know, but I don't know if it was like just memes or like if they actually lowered the prices. But, you know, a lot of people, you know, they want that name brand. Mm -hmm. You know, if it doesn't say that, then it's not Yeezy. Mm -hmm. Or if it doesn't say Gucci, it's not Gucci. You know, you know, people go crazy for that name brand. Yeah, speaking of, I, I seen like all the controversy mm. going on with Balenciaga. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I got to looking up some of that stuff. And I'm not like a conspiracy like person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, some of that was kind of wild. But well, I ain't going to. Well, you know, you know what? I've been under a rock. <laughs> what happened? You know, like they're trying to say. Well, you know, uh, Balenciaga, they did like a photo shoot and they had children dressed in like, I guess, sexual like bondage clothing or oh, something. Shit. I don't mm. I don't know. I could be wrong. I can't remember. But uh, hey, look that up, Ken. Yeah, that shit was crazy. No, that's crazy, though. But people are mad because they say that nobody's talking about it, though. Like everybody's talking about Kanye and all this. I ain't never stuff. wore Balenciaga, so fuck Balenciaga. I don't care. Hey, but <laughs> but you know, so crazy. You know, uh, another thing that it's um, that people ain't talking about is the whole Jerry Jones. Mm. You know, I was telling I was telling one of my partners that uh, that it, he kind of got Forrest Gump. You know how um, on the movie Forrest Gump, you know that one scene where they're they're trying to. Uh, African Americans are trying to enter the school and they're, they're trying to still have segregation. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Gum just happens to be there at the right place at the right time and he's like, gets caught on camera. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. It's kind of like the same thing with Jerry Jones. Mm -hmm. You know, they're saying that, you know, he's a racist because, you know, it was around, it was the same thing, you know. They were trying to keep Afri uh, black, black people to come into their schools. So they were kind of trying to they, so they took the picture, they took the snap, and he's right there in the background. Mm. But, but how, how do you know that, that he was really there protesting? He could just happen to pass by and got <laughs> caught in the camera. I don't know. But nobody's talking about it, though. You, you see LeBron? Uh, Le, LeBron, LeBron talked about just it. said something right on... Because yeah. uh, he was like, y'all asked me a million questions about uh, Kyrie, but... You know, mm -hmm. not, not one person asked me about like the Jerry Jones stuff. But. And and it's crazy because Kyrie didn't even say anything. He just mm -hmm. reposted something mm -hmm. that he thought it, it looked interesting or whatnot. Or, right. But, you know, you don't know the reason why he reposted it. But these days you don't have to say anything. Mm -hmm. You could just, 
it looked somebody the wrong way. He's out. Oh, look, he's racist. He looked at me with, you know, with the wrong way or some shit, you know. So, I mean, it's crazy. Sometimes I'm like, man, I gotta watch out what I say. But then definitely I'm like, have to watch what you say. Like the world is extremely sensitive. It's not how it used to be, you know. I mean, back then we had no filter. Man. Back then you could say whatever you wanted and there was no consequences. Hmm. You know what I mean? Now we, we have a council culture. Everybody's... And they tend to, you know, try to punish black men. It's not, I mean, it's just the times we're living in, man. It's crazy. You know, everything done shifted. You know, everybody's so uh, quick to... Uh, I guess judge or without knowing what's really going on or getting all the facts, mm -hmm. you know, not, not too long ago. What's his name? Uh, I think it was Shannon Sharp, uh, ex uh, football player. He's, he was talking about a school. He was talking about the school he went to and he was like, well, if I had a choice, I would have gone to like an Ivy league school. And, you know, people just took that short reel and just got dramatic with it and, what school did he go to? Uh, was it like a, it wasn't an Ivy League school? No. no. Was it like an HBCU? Yeah, I believe so. Why not Why, why not be happy and proud that you went to an HBCU? Well, I guess he, he was more, see, that's the thing. He didn't, he didn't say anything about it. He said mm. that if he had a choice. Oh, so he's saying he didn't have the choice? Yeah, well, because he, you know, he, I think he said something about his grades. Mm. He, his grades were not up to par, so... Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it is what it is. You know, if you would have had better grades, mm -hmm. you know, work harder than you probably would have been able to go to an Ivy League school. But, you know, so, you know, he was under fire about that. You know, so it's just like, you know, they just take something that you said, a little short something. Short clip and, and they'll boom, they'll blow it up yeah. without knowing the whole story. Mm -hmm. But, hey. We're living in that uh, fast world where, you know, social media is running everything. What's trending? What's popping? You know, as soon as, boom, the next cloud chase. So in that photo shoot, they had some documents about some child pornography. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like on the table of the photo shoot. It looks like they had it on their website or something. Um. Photoshoot for their new products recently released, which include a very purposely poorly hidden court document about virtual children. Man, my mama's right. She said we're living in the end of days. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, it's crazy, you know, all the stuff that's that's surfacing up. And then it's like they'll, they'll put it out there for you to see it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But ain't nobody... I mean, if they if they say something, you know... I mean, I'm I'm not a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> That's why I was like, you you get on YouTube, you start seeing all these crazy videos yeah. and everything. But you know how they have it always. Is, it's entertaining, but um, I don't know. You don't pay, you don't pay too too much into it. Mm, nah. I mean, but it's, I, be, it, I believe I believe in a lot of shit that I see, like the facts. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. If I get into it, we'll go deep into that uh, rabbit hole. We'll never come out. Yeah, I, I feel like even even with artists, artists gets big, and the first thing they try to holler is 
the Illuminati, this or that. And I feel like it's messed up because now you're kind of like taking away this person's hard work. Mm. Like you're discrediting everything that they did to get to where they are. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's crazy. Sometimes it's just, is it coincidence or it's just, they just, you know, or they, that artist might not have control of what's being put out there. You know, it's the labels doing whatever they're doing. But I mean, well, that's a different story. That's a whole different show. But um, we're going to go ahead and get right into the interview. And, you know, so uh, Stormy, let, let them know where you're from. I was born in Waco, Texas, and I moved to Dallas when I was around three years old. Mm. Um, and I pretty much grew up out here in Dallas. I would go to Waco on the weekends to visit my mother because mm. <clears throat> I moved down here with my grandmother, my dad's mom. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, I would I would be in Waco like every weekend visiting my mom. My dad was in the feds. Mm. Um, yeah. That's where I'm from. So, so I, I was asking you off camera because I was like, I can't tell of your your ethnicity so i was like let me so i asked you and uh let the viewers know what you mix with um my mother is black and my dad is mixed he is white lebanese and mexican so the you was telling me you get a lot that you know especially out here in texas that you're latina yeah i mean you can you can clearly see the hispanic in me yeah um, but it's interesting because when I go, <laughs> I don't mean no harm by this, but like when I, yeah. when I go into like gas stations and it's like the middle Eastern people working there and stuff like that, mm. they instantly know like, oh, she's, she's middle Eastern. But when I go around Hispanic people, they're like, oh, she's, she's Hispanic, but not all Hispanic, Yeah, you yeah. know? So, I mean. Do you ever get approached and people talking to you in Spanish? Yeah. All the time, people people come up to me speaking Arabic and oh, wow. speaking Spanish. Mm. Wow! So they just never know. They don't really know. That's what's up. So, how how did you get into music? Um, <clears throat> so I've been in entertainment my entire life. Oh really? So I I was a dancer originally. I started dancing when I was like in kindergarten. Mm. Um, I did ballet, jazz, tap hip-hop and uh i did that all the way through becoming an adult mm. <laughs> um i was a dancer and uh i would do like talent shows um i would i would always like dance and you know if it was a talent show i was in it um dance teams that type of stuff but when i was 11 i was in like fifth grade so i think i was like 11. Mm. Uh, my mom started dating a producer and he had a, a home studio mm. and uh, I made like a I made a demo with my brothers and I was rapping and I, I like out rapped them oh. so I started writing my first raps in fifth grade and I continue to write up until now um, but I've always been singing my mom says I started singing when I was four years old she said it was an Erica Badu song. The 
I guess I'll see you next lifetime. That, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know the words to that song anymore, but she said I was like singing it in perfect harmony and I always enjoyed singing. Um, Rod Carey was a big inspiration to me. Um, I feel like as a little girl, because she was um, like biracial mm. and her music was so beautiful and I just, I was in love with Mariah Carey growing up. So who was it, whose idea was it to put you in dance classes and all that? Uh, it was, <laughs> my grandmother signed me up. Um, but it was because I was always dancing and like showing out for my family and everything. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> so then that just transformed into what we're doing, what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because I, um, so I graduated high school early. I graduated like at 16, almost 17, and I was already in college. Um, I graduated two years early. And, uh, and I'm like, why am I here? I don't know. I don't know what I'm here for. So I'm just like doing some basics or whatever. Uh, that didn't work out. <laughs> so I ended up uh, doing cosmetology for a year. And um, during cosmetology school, I started stripping. And because uh, I got tired of like not having gas money to get to school. Mm. So here I am. I'm, I'm like, I'm working at the club all night. I leave at like 5 a.m. I'm already like, I got my scrubs on, dressed for school. Mm. I, I go straight to the cosmetology school. I don't get out of school until about three o'clock. Then I go home, I finally like get to take a nap or whatever, and then hit the club again. So it's like I get five hours of sleep. So I was literally just grinding and like, you know, trying to get myself through the program or whatever. Um, but then I started making so much money as a stripper. Like <laughs> I was only like 18, 19. So the money I was making, it was fast and it was good. So I didn't, uh, I was like, Fuck this. I ain't finna be standing on my feet all day doing hair. Yeah. For a hundred dollars. I can make a hundred dollars off one song. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna do it. So, you know. I don't know. It's crazy. Well, I bet you've seen a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. I only and I only danced, I only only uh was an exotic dancer for like ten months. But I worked hard. <laughs> Exactly. I got my first uh I got my first apartment. I got like a three bedroom apartment. Uh it was me and my sister. And I had like the third bedroom was a pole room, so I was always like practicing and everything. Yeah. Shout out master the craft. Yeah. So <laughs> talk to us about your your new uh your new record. Uh, yeah, so I put out my first single. Mm. Um, it's called First Kiss. Mm. It's out on all platforms. Make sure you go stream that. Um, it's crazy because that record, I feel like it's timeless in a sense. Because mm. I recorded that record back in 2019. I didn't put it out until this year, 2022. And everybody's like, yo, that hook is crazy. The hook is crazy or whatever. The rapping's cool. Um, but now looking back, like my growth, how, how I've developed since then, mm. Mm, I, I probably would have, I probably would have took it a little different on the verses, 
but I love the hook. I love the song. It has energy. It has a good vibe. Yeah. Definitely feeling song. it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then the, the video's dope, too. Thank uh, you. Who was the... Who's the the male? Yeah. Uh, that's my manager. So <laughs> when we shot the video, um, we were getting ready to shoot the video, and I needed a model. Mm. And we were having trouble finding a male model who could be available at that time and date. Mm -hmm. So I had to just use my manager as my model in the video, which is crazy. Cause then, uh, then, um, both of us, me and my manager, Jay trouble, shout out to Jay trouble. Um, we start getting a lot of like controversy. Like people asking like, Hey, yo, are you, you fucking your artist? You fucking your manager? No. I don't sleep with anybody that I work with. It's all business when it when it's with me. I don't play them games. We don't have no relations or nothing. We we trying to win. Mm -hmm. It's a dope ass video. Thank you. Who who filmed it? Uh, <laughs> my homie Gio Giovanni the King. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. He's based out of Waco, but he shoots a lot of people's videos. So was it shot here in Dallas? It was shot in Waco. Oh Waco. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. You got some, uh, you got some good footage on there. Thank you. Most definitely, I like the video, and mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Uh, song is dope. Thank you. You know. And another thing, like, <laughs> what? So the video is like, it's very provocative. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in a bikini, I'm twerking, and I'm just like feeling myself. It's all good vibes. I'm comfortable in my own skin. Mm -hmm. You know, I. I, you don't have to be perfect to be comfortable in your own skin. It's about just being confident, having a good time, believing in your craft, just enjoying the moment, right? And what a lot of people don't know is that I'm a hell of an actress. My mother, my aunts, my like family members, they're there at the video shoot. Mm. And I've shot other videos in the past, but I, I had like refused to put those videos and songs out just because... I'm somewhat of a perfectionist, even though like I'm very confident or whatever, but like I definitely want to put out quality. Um, but yeah, like my mother is there. She's like, uh, <laughs> girl, you need to arch your back a little more. <laughs> she coaching me through the video. And you know, it's it's work. Yeah. It's work. And then after I'm putting my sweats on, like, come on, let's go get a burrito. Yeah. No, but that's dope when when your family has your yeah. has your back and supports mm -hmm. you in your dreams. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's nothing like it. You know, so uh, man, y'all need to go check out First Kiss, hot song, hot song. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's out there in all the streaming platforms. Y'all need to go support Stormy Keys, man. She's hot. You know what I mean? She's doing her thing out here, and um, you know. I can't wait to hear more from you. You know, I wish you the best of luck in everything you do. And w what can we expect from you here in the in the future? You can expect a lot from me. Uh, I have another song that's getting ready to release mm -hmm. uh, called Ignited. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that. But next year, 2023, I am going to be like releasing hella music. I plan on putting out a project, you know, something very special that the women can relate to. Okay. Mm -hmm. I wanna, I wanna be able to like connect with my fans, get more personal, and um, 
put out some R&B music. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because I, I got a hell of a story to tell, and I feel like the world is going to relate. Can we expect a little bit of hip-hop in there, too? Yeah, you can expect a little bit. Yeah, because I have moments where it's like, all right, it's, it's, some, it's some pain in there, but also what comes with pain you know, in a woman when she's so disappointed and she's hurt, it's anger. Mm -hmm. So I have my moments where I'm in the studio and I'm like, I got to vent. Sometimes I can't do it singing. I, I end up rapping. And that aggression comes out. So, I, and I, I feel like that's the part that you don't typically see in, in, in women, uh, like the singers and stuff. You don't really hear them like go full, like, like Tupac angry, like yeah, mad as fuck. <laughs> so, so how do you, so how do you feel as far as uh, how the the music is right now with all the different female rappers that are popping up everywhere? Uh, I think it's dope, but I feel like now it's starting to get saturated. Like it's it's oversaturated at this point. Mm. To where it's like, damn, you can really just create a rapper at this point. Yeah, you can get a uh, get a female. Get some writers, get a get a dope ass producer with some hot beats. You can make a fucking rapper now. You can build a rapper. But when it comes to vocals and singing and telling a story, you can't duplicate that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you you either got it or you don't. So yeah, you know. I really just I really just uh, I do a lot of venting through my music. Yeah. And um feel like Nobody can tell my story better than I can. Yeah. And we all have a story, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying mine is better, but I feel like if I can if I can get the things that I've been through in my life out to the world, maybe I can inspire and help someone else, even if it's just one person. Most definitely. Well, I'm definitely excited for you. You know, can't wait to, like I said, hear some more of your music. And yeah, make sure y'all check her out, man. She got a dope ass video. You know, she got more music coming up. You know, let them know where they can find you. You can find me on social media um, at Stormy with an I, Keys with a Z, the number one. Um, <laughs> yeah, new music coming soon. Check it out. <laughs> Man, there you have it. Make sure to go cop that new music. You know, I try to bring the hottest artists from the city, try to bring them through so y'all could get to know them, check their music out, and then, you know, watch them blow, you know? So I wanna thank you again for coming through, showing me some love, and uh, letting us know a little bit about your story. Thank you, thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem, and uh, you know, like I said, when once you get some new material, you just come through, give mm -hmm. us the exclusive, and uh, you know, we have to do this again. We definitely gotta do it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> appreciate it like i said for coming through so uh you know make sure to check out stormy keys new music coming soon yeah it's seven o'clock let's flip in the building hey money ams you ready let's go Welcome to M Street, the hottest podcast. And all that cash and money, M's pockets, it look like thigh pads. He talking trending topics, he ain't no carbon copy. We talking sports, music, and fashion, and other options. 
To get us out the hood and keep that paper coming And I smoke cones, not backwards, I'm about to blaze a onion These rappers flexing on the gram and they got fake cheddar This intro was provided to you by Flip Mayweather That rap, that rap Yeetie, yeetie, money ends, what's up? Lil' Flip in the building, screwed up click. Welcome to Elm Street. So I hope y'all enjoyed uh, Stormy Keys. You know, good interview. Make sure you go cop her music. I'm just waiting on my next guest, Christy Lux. Uh-oh. She makes an entrance, a grand entrance. You, you gotta wait no more for me. Here well, I am. Welcome to Elm Street. <laughs> Thank you. How you doing? I am doing great. How you doing? I'm great. I'm just honored to be here in your show. It's been um, overdue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you accepted it. I'm glad you know that you're here as well. So, um, so how you been today? I've been busy working, you know, always um, on the on the on the go. On the go. Oh, on the go, just, yeah, with everything with fashion, music, and um, my other side jobs. We'll see, we'll see. We'll get into and we'll get into all that here in a little bit. So, um, I guess you know, let's let's talk about you know what's what's trending out there right now. So we, so I don't know if you heard that, um, you know. They had that prisoner exchange today. Okay, I you heard know, uh, it was the the female basketball player. Mm -hmm. You know, so la soltaron hoy from prison. Yeah, the the rusa. Yeah. So you know that's been going on. So what what what? ¿Qué piensas de eso? Well, I also uh, saw that um, somebody. I'm not sure who it is. I think it was a NFL basketball player. No, or another NFL player. Somebody said that. Um, it was messed up because they have a uh, military sol soldier mm -hmm. in Russia, and they haven't done anything about him getting him back home. Yeah. So people were saying, you know, it was a controversy because they're like, okay, wow, celebrity has more power than an actual soldier. So mm -hmm. I was like, dang. I mean, that's kind of messed up. Yeah. I mean, that is true, you know. But I'm glad she's back because I heard uh, Russia... Russian jails, it's no joke. Yeah. It's not for the weak of heart. And so. then, and then, I mean, they gave her what, like, like 10 years she was supposed to do, but, you know. I mean, people do some dumb stuff and. Pero it wasn't, it was, I don't think it was. It, it wasn't was dumb, deal. but, you know, if you go to another country, you have to be aware of the law. So mm -hmm. to me, it's like, man, come on. You're, you're, in, you're doing great things. Why mess it up for something? That's what's saying. You know, you that's know? true. Why are you going to put your, your life at risk? So, maybe I'm not trying to be a bubble buster. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, <laughs> just no, saying, that, you know? no that, is, that is true, you know. I mean, I mean, when you're going into, well, especially if you're getting on a plane, you know, I know every time I get on a plane, I'm like, hold on. Let me yeah, I mean, you got to double check. And, you know, some places, I know, like, um. I don't know you know, gotta true. make sure que las, las libras no, no salgan con <laughs> que nosotros. No, sé, que no, 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 o sea, you, you, come on, you have to, you know, do your research first and, mm. and, and see. I mean, you're not gonna go to like, so in the Middle East, you're not 
wear a jihab <laughs> and do things that, you know, mm-hmm. have to learn a little bit about the culture and the laws. I mean, that it, that is true, so... But the good thing is that she's home and, you know, yes. and congratulations for her. You know, so she's back in the United States where she belongs. And, you know, hopefully, you know, we got more prisoners out there. Hopefully we could bring them home too. You yeah. know, so we'll keep it rolling. So another thing that's, that's, that también has been on the, on the news is Kanye West. Oh, man. Siempre sigue en las noticias. He's always there in the news, you know. And the latest thing was about, um, him um, saying that uh, he had, he found good things about Hitler. Oh, I think he's just trolling people. But yeah, I mean it's messed up, you know. Yeah. Um, you want you want to know my opinion on yeah. it? Yeah. What do you think? I think he's just doing it to taunt people and doing it on purpose, just to to try to put an example, you know. Create attention. Create attention for sure, but it's really to just piss people off because I mean. Do you do you like Kanye West's music? I, I do. I so I mean, fan. he he is a musical genius. Yeah. Pero siempre se pone cómo se cómo se dice el, el dicho. Se, he's always putting his foot in his mouth. He speaks his mind way too much. Yeah. I mean, in this time, in this day, in, in this country, we really don't have freedom to say whatever the fuck you want. Mm. You know, we don't. We we are pretty much being controlled. So certain things that he says, I 100% agree with it. A lot of people don't see it, but hey, not everybody's meant to see or understand everything. So um, he has problems, but also he's not lying (laughs) in certain things. Yeah. I mean, I always like talking about Kanye because he's always giving me some type of material, something good to talk about. Yeah. So I mean, he's... He's doing what um he has a, a lot of guts to 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 frame to say what he's saying. Yeah. Because um regular people cannot get away with that <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I mean, he he look at the magnitude of his words though. How how he went from millionaire to just now, you know, yeah. he lost everything. That's, to me that's that's scary. It's scary that, you know, so many corporations and they can do whatever the hell they want with you with your life so it's, it's a tough situation <laughs> i mean it is what it is you know um i mean i would have got sick if i would have lost a bunch of endorsement deals and yeah. i don't know but i guess kanye don't see it that way i mean you know I because know. i mean i believe it's just that it's not that he's hurting him. He's he had it all, you know. But money is not happiness. It's not everything. Mm-hmm. People that d- was um, brought up without money, yeah, they're like they'll do anything to retain that or whatever. And it, they don't care if they sell their soul or if they whatever they gotta do, they gotta do. They'll do it mm-hmm. just because they're on survival mode. And you know, but there's only so much that money can do for you because it also can destroy your life and the lives of other people you know they get mm-hmm. greedy they start doing stuff they're not supposed to mm-hmm. and you know yep even when those people that win the lottery yeah a lot of them they commit suicide i'm like damn that's crazy you know yeah. but i just don't understand like why it's a lot of wealthy billionaires people but there's so much hunger in the world like how can we not how come we're not helping each other you know they could do a lot but people's greedy and 
Yep, it's the type of world that we're living in now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting all like deep. <laughs> this question is like, ah. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. But, um, and also there was, uh, I don't know if you got to see, because I was talking to uh, the last guest. And, you know, I didn't even know. She brought this up to me that, you know, how nobody's really talking about it or making it a big issue about uh, uh, Balenciaga. Um, not too long ago with her, with their, with their campaign picture. Well, it was a campaign picture. Yeah, pedophilia. Yeah. Where the little girl, she's holding like this teddy bear that's dressed like in bondage. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's, I was like, wait a minute. That's. And that. then now they have a paragraph of this book about rape and like engaging in kids and engaging in sexual activity and stuff. It, I mean, it is, it's real. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it, it really does happen. So I, I don't know why people are so surprised. But it, I mean, it's kids. I mean, I don't know when it comes to kids, you know. Yeah, it's... I mean, that's the messed up thing part about it. It's like, uh, I have no mercy for anything that has to do with child molesters and rapists and to kids, especially I mean, kids. It, I mean, if you, I don't know. I have, I have a little one. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm I real, mean, I'm real protective. Up. You know, with it doesn't matter who you are, and I and I don't care. You know. I'm very, very protective, and then it's just like, you know, the the parents had to been be involved in this in these pictures. They obviously they had to be. Yeah, you but know. I think the fall should land on the brand because you know whenever they do something, they don't do moves just because, and they're not just gonna take a picture and be like, okay, upload it. Everything is calculated, and everything is. How do you say that? It was planned. Yeah. Everything is planned, even to the details of the book, the bear. Mm. It's to subliminally leave a message and start brainwashing people because they do that with music. They do that with television. They do that with imagery. They brainwash mm. people and they start getting people accustomed to do these things. And it happens. And I think Valenciana should be held accountable. Mm. You know, forget that. Right. Forget all the rest. All the but guess what? We're not about. talking about that. We're talking about Kanye West. Oh, for real. The evil Kanye West. Uh-huh. That's, that's the funny thing, right? I mean, it's crazy. It It's like the world's upside down. What used to be, what used to be good. Right is wrong and wrong is right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's weird. You know, now it's like being bad is the good thing. Yeah. And if you're good, it's you're, you're frown pond like nah, look at yeah. this guy. I, I mean, mean, it really. I mean, we're gonna get into like deeper. I don't. It, like, it's all, um, Satan worshiping. It's all falls into that the spiritual realm. Everything. It's all linked up. No, nos vamos a ir en el hole y nunca ya no vamos a regresar. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So um, so. Christy Lux. Mm -hmm. Where you from? No, Laro Tamalipas. Aquí oh, representando yeah. 956. <laughs> oh, sí. No, Laredo y Laredo, Texas, porque I was born in, in the Mexican side. But the Mexican side viene yeah. siendo... Nuevo Laredo. Nuevo Laredo. Sí. And when I was 12, I moved into Laredo, Texas. Crucé el charquito, el, el río. El río. And um, it was different. You know, having to adapt and learn the language, but at the same time, it's like the border. Mm -hmm. 
So it wasn't that hard to it's just the English the the language barrier mm. that was hard for me. So I had to learn the the language because At what age did you did 12? You, 12. Which I was still young, but I really was very adamant in learning the language. So I practiced, I did anything so I can learn it, you know. Mm. I still have an accent and everything, but you know, I can have a conversation. <laughs> so I mean, how is it as far as como Vivir en, en México y mirar hacia los Estados Unidos and be like, you know, it, did your did your imagination run wild before you got here as far as well, how the United States is? I, t I definitely saw the difference. I, I would go to the United States side just whenever I had to go by like certain things, you know, when my I would go with my grandma in the bus and come back the same day, you know, just for... To visit, I had an aunt that lived there, so I would mm. go visit. But when I actually moved, you know, I saw the difference. In Nuevo Laredo, I had to go to school, and I would have to walk. Uh, over there, they don't offer, like, lunch programs for the kids. We didn't really have all this nice stuff that the kids in the United States have. Mm. And and honestly, dang, I was like, dang, you guys have it all. You guys give free lunch and some kids are like oh i hate the food being ungrateful i'm like what the hell are you talking about you're eating pancakes in the morning you eating yeah. lunch like all good and pizza like or there we were lucky if we um if our parents would give us some money to buy like some cheetos and a coke <laughs> or some or a sandwich that you would take you know for your lunch but so when you went to school they would pack your lunch not all the time because there's different like uh schedule they have morning school and then afternoon school the afternoon mm. school starts around one from one to like six o'clock at night so um i was in the on the afternoon time you know but no my my mom she would just give me like five pesos at that time or ten pesos mm. and i would get me something from there for lunch but when i came to united states i was like damn y'all have buses y'all have this and i was just happy i was yeah. Excited to be in the United States. That's cool. Y, y cuando te, did you get into the, the music or cuando te, te picó the bug? It, it was in Mexico because um, I always been a, a person since young age that um, I'm not like a petition, but I like to, I like to compete against myself. Mm. So anytime there was some kind of dance, they call them over there rondas. It's like they compete all the schools in dance in in doing competitions of dancing. So I always was involved like in them. Choreograph or choreography, yeah, but yeah, but it was like folk folklore, folklore dancing type. So um I was always involved in that in dancing, singing, entertainment part. Mm. Uh if there was like uh, competitions in poetry, I will be competing like at a state level, you know, against other kids who recite the poem better you know mm. talking about history you had to put passion into it um from there i started getting gigs in and acting too and in like plays mm. so for the city and and i will be performing um in church too i was in choir and every time there was some kind of like uh like they call them kermes over there over here they call them jamaicas mm. you know they will put me christy too to to dance and to sing and of course lip singing and everything but um to other artists music so but it was always there um but 
life happened and I didn't really pursue it, you know, at a young age. Uh, my family is more of a traditional uh, value system. They're like, oh, a woman, you're supposed to just get married and have kids and Stay home. Yeah, stay home. Yeah. Lavar los trastes. Yeah, lavar los trastes. <laughs> Exacto, lavar trastes. Just... Does that even exist nowadays? Uh, to a couple of years, my grandpa was like, what are you doing? <laughs> what do you need to... Like, very old school. Yeah. You know, because my grandpa is... I mean, but that's traditional Mexican families. Yeah. You know? Ah, yeah, deja sus sueños. Ponte a trabajar. Exacto. You know, that's, you know... I, my mom used to tell me, you know, when I was in the music... Back then, she used to tell me, like, hey, when are you going to snap out of it and go to work? Yeah, it's like they were, they're I trying like, to, I'm working. to train you, program you to just mm -hmm. work a regular job as this, and then when you get old, your kids take care of you. That's, that's how I, I see, see it. I like, mom, I'm not, I'm not like everybody else. I'm not regular. I'm different. You're a rebel. <laughs> no, I consider myself a rebel. Like, um, uh, I was not following the norms and... Um, If somebody tells me you can't do it, it's like, why? I always mm. question, why can't I do it, you know? Um, so, no, I, I just I just knew that I did not want to stay in, in a certain situation, in a certain environment. Mm. I want to grow from there. And I, I just I wanted to go for it. But is, is there somebody in your family kid? Um, Musica? Uh -huh. No, not, not really. really, no. No, all my family just work and, you know. Porque a veces, you know, we have that uncle or that, or that tia that, you know. No, now I know my mom mentioned that my great-grandmother, she would sing. Like, she would, but it's nothing like that she had a dream about singing or anything like that. Mm. Um, but um, I, it was just funny because I always dreamt about doing it, but I didn't think it was attainable. I mm. thought it was like, eh, it just... I didn't know how to go about it, you know? So I focused more in my my business, in, which was uh, opening a boutique mm -hmm. uh, for ladies, you know? Uh, I love, like, glitzy, the glam and sequins and sparkles. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to open a shop, and I'm going to sell dresses for the ladies. So when I opened my shop, uh, a town is small, um, there was this, this lady that walked in, and I was taking care of her. And um, we ended up building like a good relationship, and she was working with this uh, this promo team here in Dallas that called the Stars of Dallas, mm -hmm. and they um, they work closely with the people from Love and Hip Hop. They got the stylists, and it's like a circle of people working with those people from Atlanta and mm -hmm. all over. So <clears throat> they she referred me to one of the the guys in charge of there. And he, we linked up, and he was like, "Hey, um, there's we. I have this Jamaican artist that she's gonna be in town. Uh, would you like, you know, to sponsor some clothing from your from your boutique, and you know, we promote your boutique?" I'm like, "Sure, bring her, bring her over." So when she came over, uh, they brought like a whole team with the videographer and her manager, and. Uh, I just made a joke to the videographer. I was like, hey, can you give me a number just in case one day I want to become an artist? I can just pick you up. <laughs> and at that time, um, uh, the artist's name was Rain Seville. Her manager, she's like, hey, you sing? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I sing in the shower, you know. you know, Tirando broma, like just yeah. making a little joke. Yeah, in the shower. 
have her sing me something. So at that time, I sang Alicia Keys, a part of Alicia Keys, no one. Mm-hmm. And she just took my information. Hey, give me a number. And the following week, she reached out to me. And that's how it all started. Her magic and my magic. You, you was like, okay, I thought she was going to go into the song right now. I thought she was going to start singing. I, like, <laughs> I mean, I would, but I just barely, reco- I'm still recuperating. Yeah. I was sick last week. Now I'm just messing with you. But, yeah. Entonces, um, so tell us a little bit about uh, the style of music that you do. <sighs> the style of music. Do you put it in a certain category? I don't want to put it in a, myself in a box because I've been, my my whole catalog is a little bit different from, it's different. It's not like just reggaeton. It's mm-hmm. not just, I don't know. It's just a Christy Luck sound. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hybrid of different genres. Mm-hmm. Um of course, in every song and every feature that I have made with any artist, I always put my own touch, my Christy looks, mm. Christy looks touch there. Um, but you know, my first single it was "Llame Contigo," which is um, so what is it called? Reggaeton? No, it's a reggae vibe, tropical islandy sound, and it was f- a feature with this Mexican artist, which he's in the uh, dance hall uh, vibe. Mm. So we linked up together through my manager, Davila, Ken Paz Descansen. Um, we linked up and that was my first video and I went and filmed it in Jamaica. Wow. Uh, that was my first coming out. He's <laughs> like, you're going to go all the way. If you're going to do it, I do did. it all the way. Uh-huh. And now it was crazy story too because I was like, soy una persona que no confío. I, it's hard for me to trust people mm-hmm. um, just because I've been burned so many times. Uh but my manager was like, hey, uh, let's film the video in Jamaica because all the producers are going to meet up over there uh, at the studio of Shaggy, mm-hmm. you know, because Shaggy and like Sean Paul there, I don't know, they're like in the same circle. So mm-hmm. some of the producers that were going to meet up there. And she asked me, would you like to film there? I'm like, hell yeah, I, I would, you know. And she was like, yeah, but the only thing is I'm not going to go. It's going it's gonna to be just you by yourself. And everybody was like, you are crazy. You're not going to be going to Jamaica by yourself. You don't know anybody. What the hell? What? And that crossed my mind. I'm like, what if I'm being set up, dude? Like, what if I go to Jamaica and freaking somebody just <laughs> snatch me? <laughs> you yeah. know, like, you never know. You can't, you can't be too sure now with what's going on in the world. But I was like, oh, should I do it? Should I not do it? Pues no, anime. I had a blast, though. Is it is it different out there? I've never been. Ah oh, man, Jamaica was it's different. It was different, but I had a blast. I had a blast. I had a blast. I I got to meet up with um, of course I went to the studio with Shaggy. He's you know that's his studio, uh. But I also got to meet up with some of the local people, and I was just there vibing. I was just, because the other guys they were staying in another hotel, and they were like all guys, and mm. I was the only female, and it's like. I don't want to say names, but they're married, so they were doing man things with, you know, on the low. I'm putting people on blast. They were doing things on the low, you know, with females, and so they didn't want me around. They didn't want me to see that, so me dejaron sola. So I'm like, nah, forget y'all. I'm just gonna do my own thing. So yo me fui in un taxi, like explore the city. Wow. And I, well, I went over there to Bob Marley's museum. It was his former house. And that's just like soaking everything in, soaking 
it's like an energy and a vibe. I was just like, damn, this is crazy. Like the way he lived, he was like very spiritual. Mm. I it was just something else. It was like a different experience that I had. And of course, um, I had to try the 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 ganja. <laughs> He's a I'm like, I'm here, damn it. You know? He said, might as well. Might, might as, as well. well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's sample it, right? And um I remember the guy was like, he was well, so. When no, no. Oh man, I was yes, I was okay. like enjoying it. <laughs> I mean, it's all natural, you know. Yeah. And I was so generous. I was like, "Come on, let's go. You, we're gonna go eat." And he's like, "You taking me out to eat?" Because I don't know the customer. There's like they take you and they just kind of wait outside. And I just knew the guy was hungry. He was like, hungry. "I was like, nah, come on, I'm not gonna eat by myself. You're gonna eat. Come on." And I I got him food and he was just having a blast and. He got to take some food to his family. He was like happy and and oh and and then um there's some parts of Jamaica too that was scary because it was uh what's what is it called? Um I can't think of the the part of the city. Oh my god, it's like here something. Anyways, but there's like freaking soldiers and tanks and military Damn. gear, and I'm like in the middle there, like what the hell is Mexican doing here? Yeah, because <laughs> I, I would walk into the grocery store mm. and um to go in and change dollars for the Jamaican dollars, mm. and everyone's like, what the fuck is that? Like who is that? <laughs> and they would look at me like they knew I was a foreigner. Yeah, because I was not in the tourist part. I was there with everybody. And, and I met up with some people from the radio station, and um, they were just like vibing, and I was having a hard time understanding what they were saying because of the patois. Mm -hmm. But um, they named me, they nicknamed me Jad, Jadi, the Jadi. Mm -hmm. um, Jadi are called like locals from there, like natives. They're like your homies, yeah. but we call them Mexi Jadi. So. It's like, yeah, we you cool. You're not like stuck up. You're cool. Yeah, that's so that was for me like very very cool memory. Not too long ago I had seen uh the Tuviste an interview on Telemundo. Oh yeah, yeah. How was that? That's cool. It was in my hometown. It was uh it was cool. It, I've been in Telemundo several times, but uh that was a very special moment because it was in my hometown. It was the first time that I was actually performing in Laredo, Texas, and okay. everybody was, I felt the love from everybody. Um, I got to perform with DJ Kane, so it was a big deal from the Kumbi Kings, mm. so, yeah, man, uh, I'm very grateful that. Ikena, what has been your, like, inspirations that, as far as, like, people you look up to, like, artists, and um, is it, tienes un particular artist que... Cuando sale esa canción, you're like, no, nah, that's my shit right there. That's. I mean, I grew up with different type of music. Mm -hmm. And I think every artist deserves respect. And, you know, when they come from a certain, let's say, a, cer a certain class, let's mm -hmm. say, not a rich class, but somewhere from the bottom that they work their way up. I have more respect like, for humble, that. humble, humble beginnings. Humble beginnings, yes. Because, you know, I, I get a lot of people that, ah, oh, they want to say they did this and they did that, but it was really mommy's and daddy's money. It's like, good for you, you know, we're mm -hmm. not trying to be jealous or anything, but I have more respect for people that work their way from the bottom 
So one of the artists that I uh, I always look up, of course, like Selena Swan. Um, but I have a different um, taste in music. So Selena Swan, Bad Bunny is another one just because I feel like I have a connection with him. <laughs> um, I mean, and everybody... How many projects have you came out all together? That are out? I don't really have that many. I have like eight. I have like eight or something. Seven or eight, I think. But to me, every song, every project is special. And I think for my career being so short, I think I'm doing doing a good job. I'm doing what can we what can we expect from Christy Lux? Well, I I I'm working on this project that I already recorded it, but um I'm gonna be working again with OC the Youngin, uh, mm. this, uh, this artist from Arlington. Mm. Yeah, shout out to him by the way. Um him and I we worked together on the project with DJ Kane, which did great and I don't know if you guys listened to it, but that song is fire. <laughs> um but yeah, we're gonna be working on a track with uh, Juan Gotti from Dope House Records, yeah. and uh, that's gonna be coming up next. Uh, hopefully, not too long. It's hopefully next year. Yeah. Okay. That's dope. dope House Records, and I'm trying to get them to more of the uh, hip hop rap. You know, not as a rapper because I'm not a rapper, mm-hmm. but just kind of use my vocals in in that in that type of music, which I think people. Cambiar el estilo a little bit. Cambiar el estilo un poquito, pero sí. O sea, también agarrar otros tipos de audiencia. Así, keep it, keep it the, the Christy Luck sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You know, a lot of people, uh, they like the similarity sometimes. Like, for example, my, my song, Bebe, mm-hmm. which is, has the same, almost the same sound as um, um, Una Oportunidad with DJ Kane. So, Todo por ti is more of a like a trap sound. In mm. uh, tu cama is more like an R and B sound. Roll it is more of an Afrobeat. So it's just a little bit of everything. And and now cuidadito, which has a lot of more of the Mexican sound, the guitarras, but still has that bass and that switch where people can turn up and enjoy it. So th- también there's been a lot of artists, así como a lot of female artists que están saliendo out here in oh, Texas. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> and have you mingled and maybe collab with any of them or maybe future collabs here in the new future? I mean, there's some ladies that I that I think it would be a cool match to do, but we haven't touched base. We we ran into each other. Yeah, is anybody uh, in particular uh, that you, that you would like to work with? Uh I say the one that I would like to do something with Mandy. Mandy Red. Oh, okay. I think just because of the, you know, we do Spanish music too. She she's doing Spanish music, and just like the more reggaeton and more out mm. there. Yeah, there you go. I would love that'd be a dope ass song. Right. You know what I mean? A little fusion. Yeah. Chris, uh, Christy Lux and Mandy Red. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be nice. Dope. Yeah, but I'm 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 still like working because all the collaborations I have, it's with men. It's like, you know. After my manager passed away, my career kind of just like um, I had to figure a lot of things on 
who to talk, but I learned a lot in the process because mm. I've always been the type of person that I have to be involved in everything that I do when it, when it comes to producing, when it comes to the whole process of the visual, like I'm always there. And so it's now that I have to take control of my career by myself, um, I'm more open to ideas and collaborations than before. That's cool. The, la, mayoría, la mayoría de your music is in Spanish? Or? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it's mostly in Spanish. I just feel it's important to it in Spanish because my first language first of all is Spanish. And oh, I don't feel like my pr pronunciation is very good in English. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. But that song that I have with Juan Gori isn't my first track in English. Okay. So it's going to be. Does it have a release date? Para cuando? No, no. It's going to be come out on his album. So I don't know. Also the young and like when? When are we coming out with it? <laughs> I'm still like waiting. But I heard uh, the, um, you know, the sample of how it's sounding. So mm. I like it. And nunca te ha pasado nothing crazy and up on stage and un escenario? Yes, one time um, I was performing, I don't remember where, with Kilo, one of the Kilo's shows. Um, anyways, I was singing, and I have the habit sometimes that when I sing, I'll be looking at people. And if it's like a love song, I'll be looking at the man or, you know, but yeah. it's nothing like I'm trying to, it's just part of the show. Yeah, you know? of I'm course. like looking, I'm singing to him. And I was singing, I believe it was, I don't know, Bebeo, Cuidadito. I was singing to him and the guy, the guy got so excited that he's like, he got excited, right? And all of nowhere, his girlfriend or chick comes out. No! And she gets in between like, that's my, that's, that's my man. And we're like, chill. Like, but like, she was trying to tackle me and shit, but I kind of like, <laughs> I dodged her. But I think that's, that's one of the craziest ones that happened. It was also funny to me, but, um, What else? I don't know this. Um, I mean, that's that's it. That's what was funny. Wow, that's crazy. I know. I was gonna be fighting. Like nobody wants your man. <laughs> <laughs> no, pues sí, pues you know, like I said, you know, thanks for coming through. Thank you. And um, you know, and sharing your story with us. And yeah, make sure to go cop Christy Lux music. You yeah. know, let them know where they can find you. Yeah, you can find find me on Instagram. Uh, you can go subscribe to my YouTube channel, Christy Lux. Um, all my platforms, Christy Lux Music, and you know Spotify, Apple Music, and uh, I want to spell it for you guys because a lot of people, I don't know, they they, they can't spell Christy. So C H R I S T I, and then Lux L U X Music M U S I C. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Christy Lux in the house. Yeah, thank you. You know, came through, show some love, and you. you know, make sure to show some support. Go follow her, cop her music, you know, and uh, you can find it at all your major streaming platforms. Yeah, you know, and also, thank you for having me here. Um, I'm so happy that I'm part of your show, and and I got to meet you in person. I know <laughs> we've been messaging yeah. for a, a while already, but uh, I'm I'm so happy that I was able to come here and. You know, talk a little bit more in person. And thank you for the tequila. No, no problem, no problem. <laughs> you know, you got any, any shout outs? 
um yeah i mean shout outs to all the people that have been supporting me in my music in my career uh shout out to jason shout out to all the people from jalapeno party radio uh david ovalle dj reeve yeah my interview up? bro yeah <laughs> everybody and jesse everybody thank you so much for all the support yeah man um just want to thank everybody you know for tuning in you know all the subscribers you know all the faithfuls that been here since day one you know i want to appreciate you and uh you know shout out to fly season apparel make sure to go cop them you know it's that texas thing you know what i mean it's one of my sponsors you know want to shout out to stony you know appreciate you boy you know so major things coming soon you know and um like i say keep your ears to the streets and i catch you on the blocks your boy money elms welcome to elm street peace